hands. Mm, 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 mm. That titty shaking music, <laughs> literally. <everyone. laughs> I feel like I'm uh, Jim Carrey in the mask just during oh. that like rumba sequence. Yeah, what a, what a throwback. I love that movie. I I don't know what my parents were just so neglectful as a child. I mean, we I definitely were allowed to watch yeah. like, absolutely anything that we wanted. <clears throat> and I I swear I saw the movie at the age of five. Yeah, and I was I just very young. The uh, Cameron Diaz, like in wherever they were, Central Park or whatever. The uh, I'm the king of the rumba beat, and that's what our intro music reminds me of. It came out in 1994. So yeah, I mean, I was five. I was six. Yep. No, you're you're younger than me. No, I'm older than you. You are? Yeah. Really? Yes. What did I, think? I thought you were like a year younger. Nope. You're a year older. I was born in 88. I was 89, but our okay. birthdays are like a week apart. Yes, yeah, yeah. But like, okay, so we're officially a year. Like literally one year. Oh my God. Crazy, crazy. How are you doing today, Kate? I'm good, I'm good. Um, uh, we don't have our usual co-host with us. What so you're t- hearing in the background is are the soothing tones of Kate's breast pump. She's milking herself while she's talking to you, everyone. Nothing like the ultimate multitasking. Ultimate multitasking. Um, yeah, I mean, they're staring me right in the face. <laughs> she's got a lovely lace nursing bra on. And I'm weirdly turned on. Yep, you can just see the nipple go in and out. It's and in just, and out. it's really, <laughs> it's just really giving dairy farm. It's hard to look away. It's hard to look away. Yeah, yeah. it's like a, it's a literal milking machine. <laughs> you're like looking and you look I'm away, like, and then you're just like, I can't, ugh. but I want to keep looking. <laughs> oh man, yes, we must, uh, we must avert our gaze. But um, other than milk supply being a plenty, how are we doing? How are we feeling? I'm feeling okay. A maternity leave. The today is the last day. Wah, wah. So, yeah, I felt like up until this point, I, or like even now, like I feel okay. I think like I'm excited for the new job. I would say new role, new, new role. role, new you. Yeah. So I think that that's helping. Yeah. And I think like this week will just be an easy transition because I'm. It's just going to be orientation. Whoop. Shit came she's she's lost a cord. Um, so I'll still like be home for like dinner and bedtime and so it's not like full, just eight hour days, just eight hour days. So I'll be like, like and day shift. Yeah. Like I'll just be like gone from like eight to four or eight to five, Got you it. know? So I think that will be good. Like an ease into it. Yeah. Um, obviously this is my third time doing it. It's my third time returning from work or returning from leave to work. Right. Um, I don't think it gets easier though. No. Do you still feel that you have the same fears, concerns, feelings that you had with your first baby? No, but I was talking about it with a friend this weekend. And I think the hard thing was when I came back from maternity leave with Aiden. Right. I was really sad because I knew I was also leaving that job. So I was coming back from maternity leave and I knew within like three to four months I was going to be leaving and moving on to a new role. Because right. I had... Res- at- on that maternity leave, I also got a new job. Oh, so this is a pattern for you. Yeah. This is what she does. She has a baby. She changes jobs. She has a baby. She changes jobs. Okay. Okay. So like those were, you know, like I, I loved that role. I loved that job. And I felt, you know, I, I 
got married there. I struggled getting pregnant there. I moved, changed jobs. I made lifelong friends. You know, I th- I, I grew up there. Yeah. I was in that job for six years. So I think I was really sad to be leaving them. And so I yeah. think it was, and he was also my first. So it was also sad to leave a lot the baby. Of feelings. You just like, there was just a lot of going on. And then with Ava, I felt like it seemed like a lot to go back to work full time, which I did. Mm. And then, I don't know, it just, it felt like everybody was still really like young and fresh. And, oh, no, you don't say. Yeah. Like Aiden was pretty he much just, still an infant when you had Ava. He just, I went back to work the day after he turned two. Yeah. yeah so it was just like. all so close yeah. together. So it was just like, it was still a lot. And I think like having the third, I mean, you know, um, <clears throat> this maternity leave has been wonderful, but it has also been tough. Yeah. There's been some like high highs and some low lows. Uh, so I think like it feels different, but he, not that he like feels more resilient, Owen. I think your perspective just changes because you know how resilient they actually are. Yeah. And like, but I tried to tell the kids, I was like, just so you know, mommy's going to be going back to work in three days. And they were like, no. Oh no. So I was like, oh, oh dear. Oh dear. I was like trying to like prep. Great trouble. Yeah. This This is big, big problems ahead. But I, I feel okay. I'll see, you know. Everyone will adjust. Yeah. Life is all about adjustments. Right. There's never status quo for very long, no matter what you do, right? Work, like literally anything. Yeah. Life in general is just all ebbs and flows. Like there's right. no, there's really very few things in life that are truly, truly static that do not change. Yeah. Death and taxes, as they say. If you please. <laughs> Those are the only two things that you can like really truly count on. Right. Yeah. So I think I, I'm feeling okay. I'm sure like at bedtime tonight, I may feel a little bit emotional. A little misty. Yeah. Maybe tomorrow. I don't know. We transitioned to him to his own room last night. Oh, really? Yeah. You're really fidgeting with that bag. Are I, you okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's if I fidget. Then I won't cry or something. I don't know. Oh, my God. Here we go. Here we go. Just let it out, Kate. Let it out. If you try, this is a safe space. Yeah, I know. I know. But, yeah, so I think I... I've cried on this podcast. Yes, you have. You have. Now it's your turn, okay? <laughs> Bitch, it's your turn. No, but I think I think it's going to be good. It'll be great. Yeah. We've gotten some great... Like, he's in daycare today. Yeah. Because um, I wanted to, like, get some things done. And so I feel like that helped, too. Yeah. And I've gotten some super cute photos of them. And it's great. It's great. It's going to be great. It'll all feel normal. Like, think about it. In a month, it's going to feel totally normal. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You just, like, get right back into it. It's just the initial, like, adjustment. Yes. That's the problem. But after that, it's like, oh, this is just our new normal. And think about it. Since you're not having any more children, this is your last transition. I know. And that's weird. This is the last time you'll ever have to do this. So but you'll be able to at some sad point. Too. Why? I don't know. I'm just well. You're feeling, fucking weird. I'm like, feeling you're... all the feels. I don't know. Like I'm like, oh, this is my last maternity leave. Like I, I start to like go down these like really deep dark holes. We know about my my holes. They're Kate, deep. Kate has holes. They're they're far down. And I'm like, did I enjoy it enough? We did. We I missed hold... that joke. Kate's holes. <laughs> <laughs> did we enjoy it enough? Did I? Did I? spend enough time holding him like I don't know I just go like through really like weird dark places and then this is what I'm Mm. this is when I talk to Ryan and I say this and then I stop and pause and then I just hysterically cry and he's like 
We, oh. we need to bring it back. We need there, to bring it back. Bring it there, back. There. Just er, er, erase the last 10 seconds. Just bring it bring it back, Kate. I need you I need you here, Kate, oh, sweetie. Yep. Let's yep. let's get it together. He's like, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> whoa. Yeah. Whoa. But anyways, so that's where I am in life. It'll be great. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be like a week of just I don't know if I'm making the right decision. And then you'll be fine. Maybe you're gonna I'm love gonna wake your new to- job. You're gonna also then get your Botox certification <laughs> and then maybe someday transition out of the hospital and just be doing Botox and or cosmetic procedures. <laughs> still really pushing for this. Still really holding out hope that this one will of my girlfriends actually texted that to she's a nurse too. And she's like, which one of us is going to do it first? <laughs> like get the certification. I you know? really, I'm really, really on team Kate for that. Like very squarely on team Kate. I know. I know. I'm looking forward to drive by Botox. <laughs> pew, pew. Shoot me up and then I'll be rolling on. It'd be great. So, um, what about you? What's new with you? How's life? Life is great. My husband's birthday is this weekend. Uh, we were just talking off air about um, how much you get there, huh? <laughs> well, let's give us an ounce count. What does she got? That was like, I don't even know, 10 minutes? Not even. Let me check the recorder. Jesus Christ. Your nips are productive. Just send her 10 minutes and she's got like, what, eight ounces up from both sides? Yeah, about that. This was not the case with my other two. Just. That's why Owen is in um, nine month close. He is a little meatball. He is a meatball. He is a little meatball. But damn, those are some healthy jugs you got there. <laughs> uh, my husband's birthday is this uh, weekend. <laughs> there's just, so many distracting I'm just things. watching. I'm just, I, rem- I just remember that. I don't know. There's something so satisfying. <laughs> About milking yourself. It's just like amazing that you made all that. It is amazing. I know. It's kind of amazing to me. The human body is a weird, it's fascinating a thing. crazy thing. Do you need to put that in my refrigerator? No, no. It's good at room temp. Okay. You got it. Up to you. Um, so I just recently ordered a bunch of food. I'm going to be making, I, like I cook for his birthday. Because yeah. uh, that's what he prefers. I pretty much cook for everybody's birthday. But um, I was just talking about the insane amount of money i just spent at the grocery store it's wild food is so expensive mm-hmm. everything is so expensive not only food mulch has doubled in price like let's talk about the real issues here okay here i am are you am. already thinking about mulch yes of course it's early have you mulching? seen it outside i had my mulch delivered last year on april 5th and it worked out great. But I, I had 10 yards of mulch yeah. delivered last year. Mm-hmm. It was roughly $500. Yeah. This year, I'm having five yards of mulch delivered, and it's about $450. And that's with my wholesale account. Wow. It has doubled. All commodities wood steel electricity like it's insane Has, it, things are so wildly expensive right now i know i went i mean i haven't looked at mulch yet but i went grocery shopping today before i came here and i was never somebody who looked at the prices of food when i bought them like i was just yeah. like here's chicken cool put it in like yeah. oh there's no you know i'm gonna 
like get this more convenient bag of veggies because I can like throw it in the microwave versus yeah, yeah, like yeah. chopping it myself. But now I'm like, well, green peppers are cheaper than red peppers. Oh my god! I, it's so it's, I'm gonna get the green peppers because in reality, to me, a red pepper doesn't taste any different than an orange versus a green. I know there's like different carb contents or something, but green peppers taste very different to me. The orange, red, yellow all kind of taste the same. But green peppers taste very different to me. That's probably why they're cheaper. But like when we like, we're so. just like cutting them up and putting them in like ground beef. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then so it's just cares? like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Not so I'm like, deal. cool. Yeah, I'll do that. And I've like really been good about looking at the price of items before I purchase them. Yeah. Obviously, I still, there's still certain things I buy for convenience. But holy shit, it's insane. It's wild. Yeah. I mean, I have to say my grocery bill is astronomical mm-hmm. like at this point it is astronomical like it could, it's somebody's mortgage payment 100 percent. it's it's wild yeah and i'm like this is not sustainable this is absolutely not sustainable and like god bless it's not a financial burden for us but like how do people <clears throat> sustain themselves like what if you had like four kids i don't know five kids what if you have a bigger family what if like I don't even know. I don't even know how you can afford it. It's insane. It's absolutely insane. But yeah, spring is upon us. We've started doing um, some yard work. I am going to be planting a native pollinator garden. Of course you are. In my front yard. And I'm very excited about it. I've recently ordered a whole seed pack, which I'm going to be starting in the next couple of days. And I want to talk about starting seeds because I think that this is like the time of year where people start going down. <laughs> Don't laugh at me, Kate. This is important. We all need to know how to how to be good agriculturalists. I know we can get something. You can get seeds from the library for free. You can get seeds from the library for free. There's a bunch of online resources you can you can look at. I went to um, what is it? Hold on, it's like the national. Something, something. I don't know. Mass Autobahn. Oh, okay. Because yeah. we're in Massachusetts. So um, your local your local or state Department of Agriculture will have a list of native species, mm-hmm. plant species yeah. that you can request literature on you they have a ton of resources that are linked directly through their website i use mass audubon because i think it's more i think there's more information here it's a private mass audubon i believe is a private society that dedicates itself to um, agriculture in massachusetts which is great so they have a ton of information so i've ordered their um, like i said native pollinator garden seed packets which I'm going to be starting in the next couple of weeks and I have really kind of taken to the importance of planting native species in our home state of Massachusetts (laughs) there are so many like right I just look out my window there's a tree right there. That Japanese maple has absolutely no natural predator. Like, there's no bugs that eat it. There's no animals that will eat its roots. So every year, 
when that thing, when like the seeds come and the little helicopters start flying down all over my grass, I literally have to go out there and pull small little rooted Japanese maple trees out of my lawn because they, if I, if left unchecked, it would take over my entire lawn because they are not native to this part of the country. They have no part of the natural symbiotic Mm. ecosystem. Um, in addition to that, with flowers and pollinators, obviously we know the importance of bees. I won't right. go fully into that, but like basically our entire ecosystem depends on them carrying pollen and pollinating, uh, you know, flowers and trees and grasses and all of the things so that we live in this uh, geologically diverse ecosystem yep. and our entire food chain doesn't collapse. So when starting seeds, or if you want to order seeds for yourself, even if you just want to plant like a vegetable garden, yeah. there's some things that you're going to need. Okay. One of those things, I believe it's necessary. You're going to need a heating mat. You can get them on Amazon. They're like 30 oh. bucks. So basically, there are some seeds, annuals usually need some kind of heat because they're, they're not like bulbs that need to go cold dormant and then they can sprout. Okay. Seeds, annuals, things that are only you have to replant every year, as opposed to a perennial. An annual needs to be in warm, seemingly spring-like soil to sprout, Okay, to germinate. So you're going to need a heating mat. You're going to need some potting soil. Yeah. You can get like a pre-mixed bag. Usually, I think it's some some kind of mixture of sand. Vermiculite, which is like those little white things that kind of hold the water. Oh, yep, yep, yep. Um, And then some kind of moss and then some kind of like natural filler, whether it's like, you know, really finely ground um, wood shavings or just like something that mimics natural dirt, Mm -hmm. right? So you're going to get yourself some good quality potting mix and you're going to get some seed cells, like the little black containers. I was just looking on the Mass Audubon dot org website and they have a beautiful picture of said yep see exactly said seed there she is cells seed cells oh my god that's like that's seashells i can't I, I don't have the mental capacity to do that right now um you're gonna need those and you're gonna need um like a dome to cover it so a lot of the seed mm. cells yep come in a pack like if you go on amazon and you put in um, seed starter kit. Yep. A lot of places will sell like the heating mat, the seed cells, the covers that go over the seed cells, and then some kind of potting mix. Um, and then that's all you need. I would also recommend a like a mister, like a squirt bottle, because you're going to need to keep that soil damp okay. in order for uh, the seeds to properly germinate. And you're also going to need some, some light source. So if you have a really good source of light in your house, like natural sunlight, Put them in a window, keep them warm, allow them to germinate. That's great. But if not, get yourself a UV light. I have one that has like three arms. Okay. They're yeah. bars. Um, so you can kind of adjust it to where you need the light to be. So what you're going to do is you're going to take your seeds. You're going to fill your seed cells with about halfway with dirt. More than halfway. Let's go like almost to the tippity top. Almost to the tippity top with dirt. 
you're going to take your seeds and each packet will have its own instructions. Either you're going to put one seed or two seeds or, you know, however many. And then you're just going to kind of lightly cover it. Okay. With like a very, very light sprinkling of dirt. Okay. And then you're going to want to do what's called watering in. So you're going to take your, your mister and you are going to gently but completely soak the cell. Okay. So basically what that is that does is kind of just waters down the sea, gets it nice and burrowed into the um, soil so it has full contact, maximum contact. And then you're going to take that cell, you're going to put the dome over the cell, kind of crack it a little bit. Usually they have vents at the top. You okay. can kind of open it a bit. Um, that just allows for ventilation so mold doesn't start growing in there. Okay. And you're going to take that cell and you're going to put it directly on the heat mat and you're going to make sure the light is positioned. I mean, at this point, you don't need the light because it's just germinating. Obviously, you need leaves for the light to become a factor in the growing process. But these seeds sprout incredibly quick. I mean, like within two days. So for me, I always just put the light on. So that way, when the leaves come up, they're exposed to sunlight. Um and they're going to begin to grow immediately strong and fast. Okay. It is also recommended that you have some sort of airflow. So if you have like a cheap fan. Yeah. 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 I would put that in the room as well. Just to kind of mimic. Just to kind of mimic like the natural wind. It like makes when for you a shake. stronger plant. Exactly. Like when, when I shake, shake can... my fiddle leaf fig. Exactly. So you're you're encouraging really stable roots, encouraging really stable, um, like central stems to make for a good hardy plant. Because eventually you're going to have to take these plants outside for a certain amount of hours each day and kind of harden them off is the mm-hmm. term. But um, that doesn't happen until I would say probably a six weeks, about six weeks after you have planted your seeds and okay so good you're, and sturdy and about four to five inches tall so you're looking at okay you start the seeds next week so we're looking at end of march beginning of april six weeks out you're like looking at mid-may you're gonna kind of take them out ideally you're out there mid-may and that way you get the full growing season at least in our zone okay yeah right right, that's right. another thing you need to look at your usga Agricultural zone. Yeah. GA, DA. I forget if it's the USDA. I think it's D. No, no. I know it's the US Department of Agriculture, but I forget if it's like that's the people who do the zones. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, you're going to look at your growing zone. We are in 6A slash 6B. USDA. USDA. Plant okay. hardiness zone map. Hardiness zone map. Um, you're going to want to look at what your growing season is and when you should be putting your plants outside. Also, when your plants are uh, in their infancy and they're in your home, you do not want to leave your light running 24 hours a day. You kind of need to mimic the sun and then the nighttime because plants need both. Both. Um, You will destroy your plants. You will scorch them, set them on fire, kill me, beat me, stab me. They are going to not be long for this world if you leave your lights on constantly a lot of lights that you can buy a lot of grow lights um you have there's like a timer you can set it for eight hours 12 hours whatever um and you can set that timer i highly suggest that you do especially if your plants are going to be somewhere that's kind of out of the way you know you're not like you don't want to forget about it yeah 
Um, and you want to make sure that once the seeds pop up, you take the domes off. Right? You don't want to leave those domes on for too long. That's really just to kind of keep the moisture and to keep the um, like that humid, hot environment going okay. when the seeds are germinating. But once you see leaves or even once they grow, you know, an inch, take that dome off. Allow them to start getting acclimated to whatever source of airflow you have going on and also accustomed to direct UVA, UVB exposure. This is so interesting. I like didn't know any of this about seeds and like yes. this like heat mat and whatever. And, whatever. and this on all Am- works for vegetables too. Yeah. Like on Amazon, like it, it's so wild. Like you said, like this one. It's and it's also so much cheaper than like if you like if you're someone who has a vegetable garden and you go to your local like Home Depot or garden supply center or whatever and you buy little seedlings like little mini plants mm-hmm. like that's great. But it's, you know, four or five dollars a plant. And God knows how much it's going to be this year. This is like pennies. I mean, this is like this one, for instance, it's a four pack seed starter kit mm-hmm. with timing controller, adjustable brightness like it comes with the lights. Yeah. The trays and the dome. Yeah. And it's 4.4 stars, 27 bucks. Oh, it's 20% off. And you can get it tomorrow. It's amazing. Like, and it comes with everything. Yes, it's amazing. And, like, you can buy seeds. Like, I go to, um, oh, my goodness. Let me find. They make the most amazing tomatoes. Ooh, I love. I have, yeah, that's the thing. Is like, I will go to Home Depot sometimes, like, on a whim or Lowe's, and I will get, like, the... The tomato plant, you know, you get yeah. it in, like, June, and it's already, like, you know, a foot and a half tall. Yep. And it's amazing. I mean, you know, it's not the right way. It's the easy way to grow it, I suppose, because mm-hmm. most of it's been done for me. Yeah. But, like, there's been some years I've gotten, like, one year I got, like, 14 tomatoes off this one plant. Dude, wild boar farms. Wild boar farms. If you're looking for really unique tomato varieties... They have the best. I need to order more. Um, I I bought seeds from them like three or four years ago, and I'm still using them. They're still good. I keep them sealed in a bag in a like plastic storage container, and I keep them in a cool, dark, dark place for the duration of the year. Um, but they have like I don't know a hundred different kinds of tomatoes, and they're insane. Like you can get like but giant. What you- what sorry i just interrupted you no no go go i was just gonna say is that okay so you're gonna do like a a poly like you're doing flowers i'm doing flowers and i'm gonna do vegetables you're gonna do vegetables and then okay so you get the flowers you're gonna bring them outside Mm -hmm. you're gonna plant them in the soil Mm -hmm. what are you gonna do with your vegetables do you have like a raised garden or like what are you gonna plant what are you gonna plant your veggies in i have four raised beds back here okay but i'm actually not going to use those for the veggies for the veggies because this tree line right here yep. is way too tall and blocks the morning sun. Mm. So I don't have a great spot in my backyard. Like my backyard, in the middle of my backyard, gets full sun all day long. But I'm yeah. not about to plant like a whole garden in the middle of my backyard. Right, right. So what I do is I get what's called grow bags. Okay. And they're basically <laughs> – and I kind of put them on casters like with wheels so I can move them around. Okay. Um, but I put them at the end, so I have this rhododendron right here. It's kind of like along my retaining wall at the very end. Mm-hmm. I put the grow bag in front of that, and I'll do like a few of those, and then I kind of move it around 
during the day to keep to stay with the sun. Huh. Okay. Um, so it's not like a permanent structure, but they're huge there. You can get like four foot wide, 18 inch deep grow bags. Yeah. Who knew these even? Oh. And you can move them around. Okay. Um, what I'm trying to do. Seems like a lot of work. It is. But I mean, you get like the most incredible produce. By moving it, like getting the right amount of sunlight. By getting yeah. the right amount of sunlight, by, you know, being a pain it's a pain in the ass for a couple months a year but you get like insane tomatoes you get meat well i don't do cucumbers that way because it's really difficult to cucumbers need to climb and grow and what have you um we do squash and peppers and i use a fuck ton of jalapenos all the time so i do like jalapeno plants and then in the planters in my front like on my porch yeah instead of doing flowers in the summer i do herbs Okay. And small. And I, what did I do last year? I did peppers. I did like jalapeno peppers. And I did, um, eggplant, Japanese eggplant, mm, which works okay. really well because that also gets full sun. Yeah. I have the last two summers experimented with just pots. Like I've bought like three pots and I was like, I don't want to invest too much money into anything because mm-hmm. if I, fuck it up and kill everything yeah i don't want to have wasted all of this money on this stuff but i've had some good success with strawberries and tomatoes strawberries i can't grow for shit but i have done like eaten by squirrels so that's the problem i'll grow the strawberries and i'm like and then you you know it needs like one more day or two Mm. more days to like ripen and then a squirrel gets yeah but i for me I still feel accomplished. Because you got it there. I got it you to You got that it point. to the finish yeah. line. But I guess... It was the fucking tree rats that got it. I guess I understand what you're saying, though, about the grow bag, because I will move the pots around on yeah. my patio. Yeah. Just the grow bag... For that um, reason. The reason people say that they're great is because they hold moisture. Like, they're they're just more... They're more, like, breathable. Mm. Um, and the roots... It, it just... I, I, don't, I was reading something. Like, roots can... Um, like they don't get as compact. Okay. Cause they're it's able just, to like, it's like flexible and yeah. you grow through it, okay. whatever. Um, and they come in much, much larger sizes and it's way cheaper than buying a pot of that size. Like you can get a 48 inch grow bag. Let me see for like 50. Maybe bucks. I should experiment with doing some veggies this summer. You should the price. live off the land, live off the land. We are sustainable. We are homesteaders. We're going to get cows. I'm just kidding. We're not going to get cows. Absolutely not. That's like, my God, you spend so much money just trying to grow a cow to then kill maybe it. A, and maybe chickens. We had chickens. Yeah. Natural predators and other people. Not It's <laughs> one of my um, favorite stories. Um, but yeah. Ran them off. But yeah, we had chickens. It was great. We got eggs every day. Each chicken, we started off with seven chickens. Each chicken would lay between three and four eggs a week, which is perfect. We never needed to buy eggs. It was great. Our daycare got hatched eggs. Oh, cute. So they got eggs and hatched them, and the baby chicks hatched over the weekend. I love that it was just like... Yeah, squeezing by the neck. Holding it by the neck. Oh, baby chickies. They're so cute. They're in a car. Chickens in a car. So cute. 
Oh my god, they're so cute. She it also want to get chicks again. She also has chickens, so it's like yeah. <laughs> so the kids love it, and there's this one kid at daycare, and he always catches the chicken. He's always in a picture holding a chicken. Yeah, they that's chase my after kids. They chase after them, and then he catches it. Dude, McKenna could be a fucking rodeo champ. Yeah, this She's kid out too. there just like picking them up, grabbing them, diving after them, like. This is like borderline animal abuse. I'm Serial killer status. This. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm looking at Amazon now, and you can get five five-gallon grow bags okay. for $18.99. Wow, okay. Yeah, so not a massive investment. Um, I would, rather than filling them from top to bottom with soil, I would find, like, if you have, like, any kind of chunks of wood or something like that to kind of put in the bottom as like filler as like filler okay. so you're not just buying shit, shit tons of soil because yep. that can get very expensive yeah it's also kind of unnecessary and if you put like a good amount of filler in the bottom it provides for like really good drainage so it also works in your favor in that way as well that's what i've done with my tall planters in front of my house the, yeah the bottom probably like three quarters of it is like wood chips or yeah. What, yeah, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. All so right. that's my. I'm inspired. I, 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 it's just, it's so much fun. If you have kids, like they love it. They get to go out there and dig around the dirt and they get, there's a tomato. Oh my God. And they yeah. do like, they love it. It's so much fun. All right. I'm inspired. You should do it. And then zucchini, zucchini like grows any kind of squash grows like wildfire. Okay. All right. I have a gift. What? I have a gift for you. Why do you have a gift for me? I haven't even gotten you your fucking Christmas present. I know, but this is amazing. I'm so excited. <laughs> what? I've been dying. She has a... I thought this was your pump. Nope. Kate it, has handed me a bag that has... similar to a pump. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I had to keep it in the original packaging because I needed you to see what it was shipped to me in. Oh, my God. <laughs> And for our next segment, <laughs> I actually should take a picture. Okay. Of, wait, I gotta take a picture of the bottom of that. Yeah, okay. All right, here we go. Here we go, folks. For our next segment, Gina's gonna open up the box. Oh, here she goes. It's got uh, nutritional facts on the back of it. Congratulations. You deserve it. That's what the top of the box says. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it is a giant chocolate cock. Wow. Look at this. It's hefty. It's girthy. Well, not girthy, but it's um it, there's there's a weight to it. She licks the tip. It tastes like chocolate. Oh, it was hard. Did you hear that snap? What's it taste like? It tastes like dick chocolate. <laughs> As opposed to regular chocolate? As opposed to regular chocolate. I bit the tip off. Yeah, you did. I've never seen something more beautiful in my life. This is DYM. Is what... This is oh. what? D- D- dick D- Direct? Dick's Direct? What no, does what it say it? at the top? It says... Dicks by mail. So no, D- it says monthly boxer. It's not going to just come in a package that says dicks by mail. No, but underneath it says, see the return address? Oh, DBM. Dicks by, by mail. mail. Yep. Yeah. And then there's like this discreet. very. They're discreet. 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 
penises at the bottom. I, it looks phallic, but if you're to the untrained eye, it looks like it could be some sort of, I don't know, secret society symbol. So I'm not going to lie. It was supposed to come direct to you. Oh my God. I'm so excited for this. I am going to, I am going <laughs> to savor this. It was supposed to come direct to you. And then I ordered it and I was like, oh shit, I never put in I'm so excited. an address. We have the same problem, Kate. So the, the, the. The website was not super user-friendly, and they made a comment about, like, make sure that you put in the sender address, otherwise you will get a bag of dicks, is essentially what it told me. That's, oh, because it's too different, because you're, like, your billing address, and then you have the sender yeah, address, and, and they're it wasn't, not the same. And it wasn't easily visualized, but it yep. could have been just me being tired at the time and doing it. Right. And so I ordered it, and then it got delivered this weekend, and we were gone, and I was like dying laughing one night i was like right when we get home there's gonna be a, a chocolate, chocolate dick on our porch i am so excited for this thank you yeah. thank you for this kate this is the most <laughs> incredible gift anyone has ever given me i'm I, and now i know like product description yes like yep. what if i choose to send a chocolate cock to somebody else you know the quality you're getting i know the quality i'm getting i have one of my own for size reference this is fantastic thank you very much this is this is this this hits on so many levels i love this thank you so much i love you i love you all right what do you got going on this week anything i'm just starting work that's right work and then i I should be off the weekend the problem is i don't know my schedule after this week so it's like a lot of like because this is like orientation yeah oh they haven't told you like what days you're going to be working or rather what nights no Oh, does it make a difference? Um, it does like for daycare. Yeah. yeah like, yeah. I don't know how flexible they'll be with me, but we're going to run with it. Roll with it. Ryan has parental leave that he can use. Take if things So to- if we, you know, if they're, if I'm working days that I don't have daycare or whatever, and we have our parents help too. So yeah. we'll see. It'll all work out. It'll all work out. You can always drop them off in my house. <laughs> Here's all of them. Um, but yeah, so. That's what I get going on. My goodness. My goodness. What about you? Misha's birthday party? Yeah, Misha's birthday party. I'm going to be starting my seeds. Yes. That'll be an ongoing journey um, that we'll talk about in in the coming weeks. But other than that, not a whole hell of a lot. All right. Just really looking forward to the nice weather. It is beautiful out today. It is. (sighs) It feels so good. It feels so good to finally... <clears throat> be more or less out of the woods with the winter. Not mm-hmm. that we had a bad winter, but no. um, just to know that you we can, can play outside till six on. o'clock. Dude, it's the best feeling ever. We were at our neighbor's house yesterday until like five thirty, six o'clock, and it was just like lovely. I'm like, oh, it's dinner time. Oh, now it's bath time. Oh, now it's bedtime. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah, the parenting is over for the day. Yep, it is concluded for the evening. But yeah, that's really amazing. It. All right. All right, motherfuckers. Uh, Dicksbymail.com. Solid. This is a, this is a, this is a first-hand review. And it gets my approval. Send your friends and colleagues bags of dicks. Okay, love you. Bye. Bye.